0: So Cesarine, what's up, what's up? Tell me, give me, give me a good show. What you've been watching on Netflix. Gee, I'll tell uh, you what I've been watching after.
1: Not on Netflix, but I've been watching uh, any, House any of Dragons streaming. on HBO. Ah, oh, you're one of those. Are you a Game of Thrones fan? No. Ah, uh, Bro, I highly recommend. Have you I, tried?
0: So <laughs> funny thing. Uh, my girlfriend is, she's at least caught up. Uh-huh. But we went we did go to a watch party. There's five seasons right of the original no, I think three there's more is there more I don't know. Yeah. We went to a watch party for one of them, uh-huh, and I just got like drunk and ate all their food, <laughs> and I didn't care, uh, like I was like, oh shit, there's like fighting, and then like, oh shit, like a sex scene, and like, oh shit, like incest or something. I don't know, yeah, and then I went home and I had no idea what happened,
1: yeah. It's good. Um, the one thing that Game of Thrones has is it has a lot of dialogue. So you really have to pay attention because what happened in season one, it's going to come up again, season three.
0: Oh, damn. Or what like, is it, Westworld or something? or what? <laughs> uh, watch
1: I've only seen the one episode, uh, like two episodes. That's kind of the like,
0: gist of It's like, well, a lot of these good shows, right, they kind of like – like, bring Twisters, and then they go back to, like, the last season. Or yeah. But it, I've only heard great things of Game of Thrones.
1: Yeah, Game of Thrones and House of Dragons, which is basically in the timeline, House of Dragons is, like, like four generations, maybe even more generations before Yeah, Game of Thrones. But it's really good. And on Netflix, if you want to do specifically Netflix, I, I was watching the OA. OA. It's, like, this sci-fi, sci-fi show.
0: Oh, I thought it was one of those, like, uh, like the OC, like... Uh, uh, Orange
1: County, like...
0: Like one of those like high school drama show type vibes. Oh, uh, nah. The OA, it's sci-fi, so like superhero vibes?
1: Not superhero, more of like... So Is this girl that um, whenever something happens to her, she dies, but she goes in between death and being alive in this medium. Mm-hmm. And like, she's supposed to be an angel. So she's able... To come back to life. So she has this uh they call it NDE, I think. NDE. Yeah, I forgot what it stands for, but you know, she can come back to life and say, Oh, like I talked to so and so. And it's just it's That's a pretty, good show.
0: It's a So it sounds like you're pretty deep in there. So you watch like the top stuff. You, watched, you watch the stranger things, you watch the fucking Breaking things. Bad. Yep. Nope. Not breaking bad either. So you just go straight for these like I I feel like those aren't like the top top shows that you see on the ten top ten yeah no. you just get deep into things
1: yeah I whenever I'm trying to pick a show off of Netflix I go on TikTok and just search up best oh yeah
0: it, that's a, but, I feel like that's a great life hack yeah find good but it's
1: it's not like Stranger Things it's not Breaking Bad um, yeah I tried The Office it's whatever's for me
0: bro you get you just dropped our rating like <laughs> three stars I bet.
1: Yeah, a lot of people like The Office, but I
0: feel like there's a couple of shows that you got to get into. I mean, like from my side, I, I watched Stranger Things in the past already, right? Uh-huh. Right now, I just we just watched, um, uh, The Sins of Our Mother. Have you watched it? It's if you don't watch the top stuff, it's it was one of the top shows recently. Uh-huh. It's it was a three part series, and it's true crime. Do you like true crime stuff?
1: No, my girlfriend does. But oh, yeah, I'm we sure were
0: talking was. about this. Yeah, so yeah. we watched a lot of podcasts. We listened to a lot of podcasts about true crime. And to not give it away, what's that?
1: True uh, true crime, did you hear about uh, Adnan Syed?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was on a bunch of them as like a f- confirmed serial killer. Uh-huh. A couple of podcasts were trying to kind of like be on his side that he wasn't really a serial killer. And now he's out.
1: Yeah, it was funny because... Um, he just recently got released and my girlfriend shared a podcast about Anansi yeah 4 or 5 years ago the serial right mhm the podcast
0: that was so, the biggest one yeah they covered it
1: so she mentioned his name and i was like huh that name sounds familiar oh he
0: yeah, was all over twitter friend. yeah yeah luckily his his case got thrown out right yeah sounds new like evidence stuff like that cool we we love a king getting getting justice um but this one the sins of our mother just to not give it away there's a lot of drama in the family. They gave their life to the Church of Latter Day Saints, uh, which is a very skeptical, controversial religion. Yeah, in Utah, think mainly in Utah, but this one is in uh in Chicago or in like in Illinois, Indiana, Indiana, oh, Indiana. Okay. Um, yeah, middle of nowhere type stuff, right? And hijinks ensue. There are some drama in the family between the marriage between the kids and the people other extramarital stuff starts happening and then who where where are people people start asking right and uh Mm -hmm. it gets really intense if you're not into true crime and kind of it's not gory but if you don't like hearing about bad things i don't recommend it but if you're a true crime buff you will 10 out of 10 love it is very good and now in that same spirit, we moved on to the T.Here's the Jeffrey Dahmer, um, kind of, not biopic, but like the series. Um, Jeffrey Dahmer was the 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 man who would uh, kill and target mainly uh, gay young men, uh-huh. and he would murder them, torture them, rape them, Jeez. kill them, and then uh, eat them. Uh huh. Uh-uh. Eat them, eat them, Yes, fully eat them.
1: Oh shit! Se los comía. Oh
0: shit! Cook Just, them, eat what? them, and then.
1: I thought you were saying Ethan.
0: No, no, not Ethan. Eat, eat, eat them. them.
1: Oh shit! What the fuck?
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Damn, some people are psycho, man.
0: I know. It's it's so far. It's a great series. And uh, do you watch American Horror Story?
1: Uh, yeah, I've seen a couple.
0: You know the same homeboy, the white dude, with the sh- long hair that comes out.
1: Oh, I watched um, American Story a long time ago. Um,
0: his name is Evan Peters, and he's okay. a really good actor. Uh huh. He's in like all the seasons with Emma Roberts. Okay. The chick from Nickelodeon from back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy is, he is. Uh, he plays Jeffrey Dahmer. He plays Jeffrey, and he does Dahmer. an amazing job. Wow. But now I'm seeing all over Twitter, just like most of these serial killer shows. Uh, People are, it's like trending that people are sexualizing. They're romanticizing the killer because of how good the actors are and they're Uh, good looking. Like Zac Efron with Ted Bundy.
1: Right, right, right. I Um, saw that. So I
0: saw people on Twitter being like, before people start sexualizing, here are the real stories of all the men that this fool killed, tortured, fucked up. That's crazy. Uh, Like give them their respect. Yeah. Yeah 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 so yeah yeah I Crazy guess stuff man we're watching true crime stuff yeah, yeah.
1: i'm more of a sci-fi but oh, a thriller i like thrillers too
0: we usually love rom rom-coms rom or comedies coms. just overall but yeah every once in a while a good a good little true crime
1: yeah sounds yeah. interesting
0: yeah we got a lot to get to you ready yeah. let's go let's get it salud Yo, this time legit we didn't listen to the intro. Usually we listen to it and get all pumped up. And this time we're talking like off mic. <laughs> yeah. Was it any good? I hope it's good. Give us feedback if y'all like it. But yeah, welcome back to Goal Sided, you guys. Episode 7?
1: I think so, man. Episode These 7. Go by it's got to
0: be a good one. That's my soccer number. Gee. My favorite number.
1: What? Cristiano Ronaldo number? Nah. nah, nah, nah. You had it before him,
0: huh? Before him? Because... <laughs> My birth, my date of birth is July 7, oh, okay. 7, 7, Yeah, and 7, f- nineteen ninety three. Oh, okay. Weird thing. My sister is 8, 8, 1988. Oh, shit. That, that was, one's pretty true. So bro. that was weird. Bro, mine's pretty cool too. Don't even. Yeah, yeah, too, <laughs> <bro>. <laughs> But the funny thing is, shout out to the homie Raul Cortez who listens to the podcast. Shout out Raul. He was on Holster, our soccer team. Back in the day, our adult yeah. our it's adult like high league team with him too, yeah. And he uh, he was always seven. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And he loves CR seven and all these things when he was with Madrid and stuff. But on our team, I was like, no way in hell. <laughs> and I got I got away with it. Raúl was always, I believe, eleven. Oh yeah, that's the other one. And I was like, get that shit out of here. This is my number. But yeah, guys, thanks for tuning in. We got a lot of stuff to go through today. We got a new U.S. men's national team roster. Last time we went over the Mexico one for the upcoming scrimmages. We're going to go over the U.S. one this time. We got some League Cup games that happened. Uh, the the big two from Mexico played Chivas and America, and they got mollywopped by some MLS teams. Gee. Is MLS better than Liga Mexicans? It's the ongoing question on Twitter. Ongoing debate. Yep. It sounds like it's... It might be switching, but we'll talk about it. Um, Cesar's got some remarks that Lewandowski said. I haven't heard them, so we'll see if they're any good about Mexico. Speaking of Lewandowski, we had international games today. We got some international games coming up tomorrow and over the weekend. Uh, Poland uh, is obviously in Mexico's group. Uh, Wales being in the U.S.'s group. They played... They both lost. <laughs> so that's good for both of the teams in the region. And then Chivas America. Yeah, we'll close it out. And we'll just, uh, I'll cry it out for <laughs> another one of my teams sucking it up. Yeah. But yeah, man, let's go over. How you, how you living, Sissan?
1: I'm chilling, uh, especially after that America dub over last, nah, nah, last
0: We're weekend. holding that to the end. Only if we have time, Yeah, If we run out of time, it's chill. It's chill. It's chill. <laughs> but yeah, let's start off with the U.S. men's national team. Yeah. I got it pulled up, so I'll go over them. We can go over if there are any names that we think that should be there. Cause um a little bit different than El Tata Martino. El Tata Martino's visibility is pretty shit. Like right. Like he doesn't he doesn't come out and say really what's going on in the process. He doesn't say like, is this the final team? Yeah. Are there more he kind of says it as a high level, but not as much as like other coaches do. But Greg Berhalter did come out and say for a couple of players. Uh, like some of the strikers, Haji Wright and Jordan Pifak from uh, Europe. Uh-huh. He said, I've seen what I need to see from them. Okay. So he's not like discarding them, but he, he is saying he wants to see the guys that are here so that some of them might not be on that that final list. Right. Which uh, El Tata Martino kind of has said a lot of the players that aren't there right now are out. And then out of the people that we have here, this is what we're going to work with to then cut maybe a couple out, right? Yeah. It's kind of what the vibe that he got. Um, so a lot of people were kind of criticizing Greg Burhalter, The same with this, but at the same time, being like, okay, we have a chance for maybe some of the players that I personally want to, as yeah. a U.S. Men's National, National Team fan, right? With Jordan Pifak, who I think is probably the the main person that people want the dude playing at Union Berlin, uh-huh. and he's their first, huh? Yeah, and their first place, and he's scoring or assisting almost every game. Wow! And as a as a team, especially one from North America, like, and coming back after uh, a world cup of not being there. I don't think you can afford to leave out a player like that. Right. You, yeah. But Halter is pretty famous for leaving out fit players because they don't fit his system. Uh. Like homeboy right now, there's center back John Brooks. Oh yeah.
1: I saw that um, a lot of people were criticizing him for.
0: So that'll yeah, probably be the biggest name that you don't see on here yeah. is because he's not on there. I think he's, Signed with the team in Portugal?
1: No, he's with
0: or, uh, Fulham. No, no, no. We got to look this up. I think he's he's either in Portugal or he's with um, Fenerbahce. John Brooks? Yeah.
1: Who's the guy, uh, the center back from Fulham? Did he get called?
0: Oh, that's Anthony. Oh, no, no, that's, that's Tim Ream. Yeah, yeah. Tim yeah. Ream. And Tim Ream's also is another controversial point. So let's start off with this. John Brooks got signed on with Benfica. Benfica, yeah. Which is a great team. Play aggressively there.
1: He was at Wolfsburg last season.
0: Yeah. And he was he a was great center good, back there. Yeah. Always gave good long balls. But the critique that Berhalter had for him was that he couldn't play a high line oh. because they need to play a high line and be able to catch players back, right? Like basically almost like an offside trap or or play at the half so that they can put that pressure on and then be able to catch fast forwards on a counter attack, right? Which, unless you have the fastest players in the world at center back or in the back, you're gonna get wrecked. Which yeah. is kind of, which is a very high risk, high reward play that he's trying to do. But that's why he wants players like um, Chris Richards from Crystal Palace, who's like 22 years old, center back. He wants these and really tall guys, really tall, fast guys. But it's confusing because apparently the. The rumor that's going to be for starting tomorrow is Walker Zimmerman and Aaron Long, uh-huh. who are, in my opinion, just as slow as uh, John Brooks. John Brooks. Uh, they're experienced. They're big dudes. They're good at headers and stuff. So um, all their set piece plays, they'll probably do great. But
1: that was that's a concern right off the back that you're going to bring in this this young Crystal Palace center back. When center backs, you should have have them seasoned. Yeah. Have experience on them.
0: But that's the controversy, right? Is the, is seasoned MLS seasoned? Because that's the, what the two guys are. Yeah. But yeah, let's go through the list first. Let's go. Goalkeepers, Ethan Horvath. Uh, we have Sean Johnson from New York City FC. Matt Turner, backup at Arsenal. Defenders, Reggie Cannon. I think he's at Roma still. Cameron Carter Vickers. Uh, Serginho Des, now AC Milan. Aaron Long. Chris Richards, who's over at Crystal Palace. Joe Scally's at Borussia Mönchengladbach. I don't, there, don't know how I to that. say that. Uh, Sam Vines, I think, is at Antwerp in Belgium. Mm-hmm. DeAndre Yedlin, Walker Zimmerman. Uh, midfielders, Kellen Acosta from LAFC. Tyler Adams is over at uh, Leeds. Luca de la Torres, a warming up that bench at Celta de Vigo. Weston McKinney is at. La Juve, Eunice Musa, is at Valencia. Malik Tillman's at Rangers. Uh, Brendan Aronson's over at uh, Leeds. Paula Riola is in Dallas. Jesus Ferreira from Dallas. Jordan Morris from Seattle. Ricardo Pepe is now at Groningen. Christ- Christian Pulisic is over at Chelsea. Joe Reyna from Borussia Dortmund. And Josh Sargent, second division with Norwich. No norwich mm-hmm. yeah oh yeah yeah norwich yeah they got yeah, norwich yeah was, they, they got relegated i
1: was confusing him with uh, nottingham forest
0: oh yeah nottingham forest got moved up. they don't have any americans no yeah they don't uh, but Josh Sargent, yeah he got relegated with norwich
1: yeah but he's been scoring right here and there it's been crazy because you're going through that list and there's very few mls
0: uh, players there's not very many but weirdly enough at strikers where they or forwards they have Paula Ariola, FC Dallas, Jesus Ferreira, FC Dallas, Jordan Morris, Seattle. Oh,
1: did you mention No Christian Pulisic? Pulisic?
0: Yeah, yeah, I said him. Okay, he's there, forward. So,
1: so they bringing everybody because it's uh, Fecha FIFA.
0: Yeah, they they have the ability to bring everyone because it's the of FIFA, but people are still saying, oh, maybe maybe they left out uh, Jordan P Fuck the guy from That's Union Berlin, or like a, another player to because he's seen what they got. Uh, but yeah, I don't really see
1: What about the guy from uh from Lille? Timothy Weah?
0: Oh yeah, Timothy Weah is injured. Oh uh, okay. So he's kind of on the same boat as Raul Jimenez, right? They're just trying to get them back before the World Cup. Yeah. And I'm assuming they're going to be on the boat no matter what game shape they're in, what amount of goals they're scoring because they do want him like as a wing maybe even as a striker because the US doesn't have a pure nine. Yeah. Unless Beppe turns it on, right? But yeah, these are a lot of the questions people are asking. Who uh
1: but do you think the US needs a true nine? Playing how they play, they play very
0: high press. They play high press. I think I think it would be really helpful and I think they would need it because they're not like they're not like Spain where you know they're going to dominate the game. Uh-huh. They can be that type of play, and I think that's what Berhalter wants, ideally. But if it doesn't go that way, you 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 don't have the luxury to be giving up positions like a striker.
1: I've, the way that this U.S. is lining up, it, it almost feels like they're either going to do really good or they're just going to get shit on. Yeah. because of the inexperience because of the the way they're like you're saying they're trying to high press yeah and and but mix that with inexperience you're going to get spain or
0: yeah or England. but that 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 also might be something that they can afford to do because they're so young yeah and it's kind of like their free pass yeah this is they're back in the world cup they almost have nothing to lose yeah and they can just go all out and just say, fuck it. Let's fuck up Wales and then let's fuck up England and then let's fuck up Iran. Mm-hmm. And if we get five points, one win and a tie and we somehow make it in, lit. Uh-huh. But if we end up with one point, a tie, but we gave it our all, like these guys are going to be maximum 26 years old at the next World Cup yeah. in our home soil. Yeah. Like they're going to be ready. Damn. Right? Yeah. And this is a process that they've been working on, which is something we've criticized Mexico for that they're n- not doing that process. Not but yeah, helps. I I do think it would be sick if they had a nine. I do think Ricardo Pepe can do it. He just he's just gotta turn it on.
1: He needs that confidence back.
0: But outside of that, to your point, from this list of players, there are a couple players that they've like kind of been rumored that they would put as a nine or as a false nine. But they did bring in Josh Sargent, who's been doing better for um, for Norwich. I personally don't think that's the best thing. I have been seeing on Twitter that he's like meatier. He's stronger right now. He's like faster. Uh-huh. But at the same time, homeboy's in the championship. Yeah. And that's what a lot of people are upset about, that you have a guy in a team in Germany that is somehow ahead of Bayern Munich, mm-hmm. and he's the I was surprised he Basically, that. the t- best player on that team, and he's a monster. He's big. He's strong. He's fast. Take him.
1: Do you think maybe he's
0: just giving Sergeant Sar-
1: this opportunity and told?
0: That's what I would. That's what I would hope so because I would think he's taking a different approach than Tata. That does like kind of trimming the fat off of what he has now. Yeah. But I don't know. Something makes me feel like there's only these two games and then a small little tour for most of these teams. Yeah. Right before. Yeah. I think they are pulling in what they think they're going to have. And I don't know. This makes me feel like the the starting three, they do a trident, right? Just like Mexico does at the top. That it would be something like Pulisic on one side. Um, either Brandon Aronson or Giorena, depend. If Gio Reyna is 100%, I would think it'd be Gio Reyna. Yeah. If he's 80% at the World Cup because he keeps getting injured, it would be Brandon Aronson who's been killing it at Leeds. Right, He's a freaking worker. So those two out wide and then Gio Reyna or Aronson on one side and then I would think game one at the World Cup they would just try to stay as solid as they can and take Hall with Ricardo Pepe, I would say, would start.
1: Is he in here, Pepe?
0: Yeah, he's there. So everyone's kind of saying right now, from a process standpoint, Jesus Ferreira has been starting a lot of the games for the U.S. because they don't call the international dudes. Right. And he's here at Dallas. He's killing it at Dallas, one of the top scorers in the MLS. And he's been on the U.S. men's national team, but he's been criticized for missing a lot of the easy goals that... Probably should be in. Ricardo Pepe's been on a slump. But to be honest with you. He's probably been the nine. Whenever they can pull everyone. With and that, then now there's Josh Sargent coming in. Who would. Who can push for that nine.
1: I honestly feel just because of the form. I think Josh Sargent would be.
0: You would take him doing well in the championship.
1: Yeah because. It's also the style of play. Like in terms of. He'll fit more playing in the championship with the rest of the Europeans before taking an MLS guy. The MLS guy is not used to the style of play in Europe because there's a, there's a difference for sure. Yeah. So I feel like in terms of like, um, especially playing England, um, he knows how the English play and and what what is needed of him.
0: That's a great point and. They're playing England and they're playing Wales, which right. both the Premier League and Championship have a lot of players. Yeah. So that's a great point. But yeah, those are the strikers. I think the mid is more than solid, to be honest with you. Yeah. If yes. Mexico had the luxury of having a Eunice Musa, like under 21, Weston McKinney, Tyler Adams. Fucking shit, man. I th- I think they do have a couple of better players that they could have probably brought on more than Kellen Acosta, to be honest with you. I've been kind of a hater of him lately. I think I even mentioned Darlington Nagby, I'd love more than him, who was at the All-Star game. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you have Tyler Adams, Weston McKinney, Eunice Musa, I don't know what else you'd They're want. And then and there. then Luca de la Torre off the bench. Uh, and then Malik Tillman's coming out of nowhere now, killing it for Rangers in Champions League. Uh-huh. I think it'd be great.
1: Yo, this US National team looking looking good They're for the good. future.
0: Like you said, I think they have a very good chance of doing well or just shitting. It. Yeah. <laughs> um and uh but and I think doing well is a very good option, especially because their first game's against Wales. Yeah. And we'll talk about it later, but Wales just lost. They did not look that great. And if they play like that, US can get three points up. They could play kind of conservatively against England get one point and then smack Iran go in with seven points yeah right there we go defenders i think is a big question like we were talking about a second ago aaron long and walker zimmerman apparently confirmed to be starting tomorrow and look like they're going to be the starters the left back that was confirmed is sam vines from royal antwerp and then the the rumor on the right side is Serginho des because he is the best right back the one thing that i would really call out people are saying that either chris richards should start as center back they should have John Brooks. They should have Tim Ream. Yeah, one more name that I'm gonna put out there who's in Champions League, James Sands from Rangers. He plays with Malik Tillman. He, I think he's oh, on these loan.
1: Americans coming out of nowhere. Bro. Yeah,
0: he's. I think he's on loan from New York City FC. Uh huh. He's saw he scored an own goal uh, this last this last Champions League game that they oh, had. Shit. They got smacked pretty bad, but he is good and he's young and he's i think better like better play i think that's what these guys lack they're just kind of the the big center backs that you kind of know of but american center backs yeah just tall and just they could just push big tough dudes that get pushed through and it's all grit and stuff right but I think that James Sands guy, I think he has a lot more play in his in his legs. I think he can get a lot more done. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it'll help you play out the back. But apparently all these things are, f- are falling on deaf ears, and apparently it's just going to be Walker Zimmerman, Aaron Long. If there is a downfall of this team, I would go as far as to bet that it would be that the team looked amazing. That back line was just water.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying.
0: And that can definitely happen. That back line is just water. Even Serginho Dest being their best outside back, yeah, they show up day one, and Sergino Dest is just not game ready because he hasn't played for Barcelona. He got moved to AC Milan, has not played for AC Milan, and it was just over. He
1: just doesn't sound or doesn't look like a confident yeah. Sergio Dest.
0: And, I mean, they can always adapt for game two, right? Put somebody in that has played, but that's kind of the scary thing when you take your best players and they're just not at that level.
1: I'm telling you, you need that experienced center back. And I feel like the closest is either Tim Ream or John John
0: Brooks. Brooks. Even That's what a lot of people are saying. Take them for the locker room. Yeah. I don't get what's up with these North American teams, just not wanting to take them just just for the trip. Tim Ream
1: place at Fulham in the EPL. And Fulham's doing great. Wales, you're playing England. Like, come on.
0: Mm -hmm. You need somebody that knows... At le- Even if it's just the locker room aspect of yeah. it, right? Yeah, 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 They They can go into the locker room and say, hey, I've been in the locker room with those dudes, and I know how they're thinking. I know how to get into their heads. I know what you need to do because I'll be on the bench. I'm older. Yes, yeah. whatever. Throw me under the bus. I'm older. I won't go in. But I have things that I can give to you because I know exactly how those players are acting like today, how they're feeling today. yeah. And it all yeah. comes
1: down to the, those little details, especially at a World Cup.
0: Yeah, you know, I just feel like doesn't both hurt. that and Berhalter, like low-key maybe aren't just thinking about the, like that much in detail. Yeah. But when you don't have the advantages that a lot of these top 10 European teams have and South American teams have, sometimes you got to get into that, right? Into those details. Yeah. The last, the last piece is goalkeepers. Apparently, there's nobody set. Yeah, because it used to be it used to be um, Stefan Zach Stefan. Yeah, but he's fucking and then dude, he (laughs) fell off a cliff the moment that I've noticed this with a lot of players. There's like an it's not really entitlement, not the right word, but like you were very privileged to be on the top team that you are on and -hmm. be like a backup or maybe you do play. But then you get totally exposed the moment that you get moved to a team where you have to do well. Mm -hmm. And a really big stretch, we talked about this last time, is Marcelo Flores. Yeah. Right? He went from being the Arsenal kid to now, like, the second division Spain doing
1: okay guy. It humbles you.
0: Yeah. And Zach Steffen's at Middlesbrough, and he was, I think he's injured right now, which is why he's not called at all. Dang But... He struggled his first game. I saw he was even making some highlights on Twitter because people were like, the this fuck is, is really that? him. Yeah, And I feel like that's kind of a thing with the keeper position too. Like, you can really fuck up yeah. on either the best team in the world or the worst team in the world, and the perceptions are a lot different. It's like, oh, shit, he fucked up for City. He'll get another chance, and he's still the best keeper in the world at City. Yeah. And then you go to Middlesbrough, you fuck up, and you're like, wow.
1: Let me give you an example. Um, America played Cruz Azul, Mm -hmm. and America destroyed them 7-0. Who's goalie? Uh, Jurado. Jurado. So Jurado, ever since then, has completely been erased from the Cruz Azul team. He's now third string after being first string. He's in the stands. being, Being their starter for the first half of the season. And he was doing decent. He was doing well. I mean, obviously he's he's a bit inexperienced, but yeah, that's the risk you take with with a young guy, but he's been taking all the blame for that seven zero. Nobody else has gone the the repercussions up more than him yeah. and there's eleven ten other players apart from him that were part of that team, and that goes to show that when for a goalie, you take all almost all the responsibility whenever. Your team loses or your team or you yourself fuck up as as it's not like, a, you know, you're a forward and you missed a, a shot or like Chicharito. Yeah. He missed that PK. Yeah. Trying to do a panenka.
0: You and get another he, chance. He gets whatever. Another
1: chance. It's whatever's. It's part of it. Yeah. It's part of being a forward. But as a goalie, you don't get that same luxury.
0: True. Very true. It's a rough world out there, right? Oh, yeah. For goal So I think the starter is going to be Matt Turner back up at Arsenal. Yeah, um, Sean Johnson's there. New York City FC has had a great season, but I I don't think it has that same oomph. Ethan Horvath, he's been the backup. He he played a really good game against Mexico, I think in in the in the cup that they had here. But I th- yeah, I think he's just on there kind of just to get added on. But yeah, I think it's gonna be Matt Turner. I think second string will probably be Sean Johnson. Or uh, Zach Steffen, really? Yeah, I think they. I think they're gonna take Zach Steffen.
1: I mean, I know, but you wouldn't put Ethan Horvath second string.
0: I think Ethan. If if he, if they're bringing Zach Steffen in, mm-hmm. I think Ethan Horvath is the one that's gone off of here. Really?
1: Why? Is Johnson? I've never seen Johnson. Is he really that good?
0: Sean Johnson is pretty raw. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's really good, and uh, I think he's he's regarded pretty highly by uh greg Burhalter. oh okay and i think horvath has been kind of getting like fading away like fading away pushed to the side even though he hasn't really done anything to kind of deserve that he had an amazing tournament that one that they were in yeah, but i feel like uh
1: those are my last um I he guess. tore
0: it up i think they did a pk shootout and i think he killed it in it or he stopped guardado's pk
1: okay yeah i thought he did really good that tournament so like it's also against mexico so yeah. if if as a goalie you do really well for a game like that yeah. i feel like you're more prepared than
0: he was on he was in club bruges and i think he got uh, loaned yeah. out to another team lower oh, yeah, division he's at luton town
1: oh in england that's yeah. like second or third division they're
0: second division and they're mid table oh, okay wow he kind of wrote himself that's away crazy. man he is starting and playing but i mean how old is he? Uh, he's 27. Mm. He's good. That's a young keeper.
1: Not that young. I'd take Slo- uh, Slolina. Or no, but Solina? I'm telling you,
0: 27 is right now young for keepers. Because oh, you yeah, play yeah. into your 40s, right?
1: Oh, yeah. but
0: Yeah. So. But, I mean, I wouldn't put it past them if they take a young kid like Slolina. Yeah. But young players that go to the World Cup get disqualified for become ineligible for youth tournaments. Oh, okay. And I feel like... He's a U23. And he's way young, and there are other kind of 21, 22s, 23s, 24-year-olds that maybe would be the bring him along for the ride before Uh him. Okay. Because I'm sure that that kid's still going to do a U23 World Cup uh, Olympic squad, and that'll ruin it. Yeah, brother. That's it. U.S. Men's National Team. A whole bunch of stuff going on there. I'm sure Greg Burhalter will figure it out. Yeah. That'll be just fine. Um, Let's get right to it. Leagues Cup, that weird tournament that's coming. In, coming. You want to talk about Mexico real quick? <laughs> we, Mex- we, we had a whole episode last time in Mexico. Gee, that's They're a- doing all right. Maybe, maybe at the end we'll talk about it. But Leagues Cup, your America, my Chivas versus MLS teams, America versus Nashville. Chivas versus Cincinnati. We'll start with Chivas because they did
1: worse. What was the final score?
0: 3-1. Jeez. They, they, were, up one, prank, they were up 1-0. They up
1: No, mames. It's even
0: peor. Yeah, they were up 1-0 in Cincinnati. And then in the second half, Cincinnati totally turned it up. Chivas was doing okay in the first half. Second half, Cincinnati turned it up. They got a couple goals. And then even... This is the kind of adding... Uh, insult to injury, Brandon Vasquez came Sounded in. like you
1: wanted to start crying.
0: I, know. <laughs> I, I did want to. Brandon Vasquez came in at the end, uh huh, and he scored a goal. Ooh, it is insult to injury. Chivas wanted Brandon Vasquez. I saw since an, he is Mexican American.
1: Yeah, I saw an interview of when Pelais was still at Chivas. Um, he was saying, Yo, they offered us what's his name, Brandon Vasquez, Brandon Vasquez, and We just thought he wasn't ready. He wasn't good enough yet. He wasn't there for for somebody like Chivas.
0: Stupid. That's bullshit. uh... I mean, the rumors were that it was too much money because Chivas is not fiscally well. Mm. And it was $5 million for Brandon Vasquez, which a lot of people were like. There's the whole thing in Mexico that everyone ups the price for Chivas, right? Because they are the team that needs to get Mexican players so if you have homeboy that you would sell to Toluca for 2000000 million, you're going to sell them to Chivas for 4 to 5 Yeah. Right? So everyone was saying that this team knows that same thing. So when Chivas goes to Cincinnati and says, hey, you got one killer superstar Mexican-American cat, let's double that fucking price. Fuck right? yeah. I mean. Because they got him dirt cheap from, um, he went from Tijuana to Atlanta and then Atlanta to Cincinnati, I believe, and they got him for a couple hundred grand. Like typical U.S. wage type stuff. Wow! And they were trying to get that flip, that them. <laughs> they're trying to flip them like a house. Yo, um,
1: Chivas just can't catch a break, bro. Yeah.
0: So Chivas got rocked. Not much to say. They did well in the first half. Did you see the game? I I watched the majority of it, but I was low key. I was I was sad boy vibes because I was like, dude, this Jeez. fucking sucks. Yeah. Um, they the first half they did great, but the one thing I will say about both of these games is. There, it's a showcase for Leagues Cup, right? Mm-hmm. So we see all the U.S. Men's National Team folks on Twitter being like, MLS is better than the Américas as well, better than U.S. is better than the Men's National Team in Mexico and all these things. I would say maybe wait a bit for the piece, like saying that, that this means more, that, yeah. that, that MLS is better by a lot more, because this is a showcase. It wasn't like a full tournament to And uh, I'd say when they have the actual Leagues Cup next year, Mm -hmm. it's going to get down. Because a lot of these teams were using it to stay in shape during this international break, to bring in new players, to bring in young guys, to bring in their backups. Even Jesus Molina played, who Jesus Molina hasn't hasn't played in almost a year, I think. He's been injured for a long time. And then he kind of got discarded because kind of like el cata like people were like dude this full sucks in the crowd and they kind of got him kicked out
1: yeah yeah that was my those were my thoughts i mean first of all chivas just they can't catch a break and they really need to find some way to you know turn it around they're still in the playoffs yeah um, <laughs> or
0: the repechaje
1: yeah but um yeah in terms of the showcase um, I I know Chivas lost, but we can't really. I feel like we can't really talk about MLS being better than Liga MX yet. For that reason, that they're not playing for actual silverware. Yeah, they're not playing for something. They're just showcasing, just trying out new players. And yeah,
0: I mean, there's other places you can argue it. The Champions League that Seattle beat over. I would say over Liga MX, they beat yeah. they beat Pumas. Pumas was not the I would not say by any means they were the best team at that point but they did win it yeah so like and that's the first time an MLS team has won it so that yeah. would be a great argument to be had
1: that's like the first indicator still an outlier because yeah. it's not usual it's not common but yeah but still, I think it, I think it is
0: a great argument to be had and I think next week's next year's Leagues Cup that's if there's like a gonna. pretty big domination on the MLS side I would be like damn this should. I don't down. think it
1: will I think the Mexican teams are going to pick it up because of that extra added competition. Yeah. So their roster or their depth is going to be more. But um, I think we'll still, it'll be a. We'll see. Yeah. A better indication was that. We'll see. We'll see. Uh,
0: Your, speaking of competition, your America had a very good competition against Nashville. Do you watch the game?
1: I watched some of it. I watched their third goal to tie it up. That medical one? Yeah, I think they tied three three. They were losing three two, and
0: your boy El uh, Eighty something minute. El Hunchback of Notre Dame, Roman Martinez. Ah, yeah, scored the goal. I I, I saw it on Twitter, the the meme, but that he looks like the hunchback. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my, he look he does. Yeah. But I mean, that's dope that they have such a fucking killer there, right? Like uh, that he's, um. That he's the young kid there, in the backup to the backup to the backup, and he's very good. Yeah,
1: he's hungry and he wants it because it came off a rebound and he was the first one on it.
0: Yeah, three, three, 3-3, America-Nashville. America with the last minute. Uh, Nashville with an almost 90th minute, I think 88th minute go-ahead goal, and then America with like a 90-plus tying goal. Yeah. And then they go to PKs, and America loses. Yep.
1: A uh, okay.
0: couple of calls that I had on the game. Did you notice that America finished the game with 10? I did not. No.
1: I'm telling you, I only watched that, that last goal.
0: In the, in the, well, God goddamn! don't yell when you die. No, just okay. In the, in the highlights, they, uh, not in the highlights. I was actually watching the game. They were mentioning, um, I don't know who got out injured or what the hell happened, but apparently they were down a man. Oh, shit. And uh, Antano didn't put anybody else in. Like they and they, you're allowed ten subs. He had done eight, so he could have done one more. I think he had the players to do it. What like he, he, he. It's not like he was missing. It's not like he didn't have any more bench players or anything. Yeah, but I think he just finished the game because there was like, they tied it, apparently down a man. I and I need to check that. But everyone on Twitter and it was saying all the people were saying why doesn't he put somebody in. Um. So apparently they were down a man. And they tied it down a man. They kicked PKs down a man. Wow. Um, that, which, um, to be honest, is, is a pretty good feat. But America did start putting in a lot more starters towards the end. They put Fidalgo. They put yeah Cabecita Rodriguez. Um, they put Sendejas in. They, they were stacking it up towards the end. And you could tell they were picking it up.
1: Yeah, I mean, America's doing really well in the MX, so I don't know.
0: I mean, but, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Both sides didn't have a lot of their stars, a lot of their great players. Nashville was missing a good four or five players, too. They were missing Hani Mukhtar, who's the number one goal scorer in MLS. Uh, America was still missing, like, the Roger Martinez's. And then they, they did bring in Cabecita. They did bring in Sendejas, but towards the end.
1: Their star Ochoa.
0: They were missing Ochoa, but... <laughs> Everyone argues Jimenez is better.
1: Henry Martin, too. Henry Martin they? didn't. I,
0: I don't think he played at all. Um, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. Next year, I think this is a good setup. I don't know if a lot of the fans are appreciating it by turnout because it didn't look like the stadiums were ultra, ultra packed. Mm-hmm. But next year, when the official tournament happens and people bring their stacked lineups, like, uh, like when folks used to do that for Libertadores. I think it would go down because the leagues will treat it as like a big time, a big time tournament, a time to bring your team and win that trophy when the money's worth, whatever it may be that you get out of it.
1: Yeah. And that's another debate people are having now that you mentioned a uh, Copa Libertadores. Mm-hmm. A lot of Mexican pundits want the Mexican teams to go back to Libertadores because yeah. that's the, where the real competition or yeah. they believe so.
0: And I think that's one, I think that was the tail end of greatness in local Mexico soccer. Uh huh. Because that was like the last of it, I think, was in like 2011, 2012, 2013. But like in the meat of it was in the La Volpera. Yeah. Right? Yep. You had Guatemoc. You had. um, You had America going down and playing Libertadores and making it very late. Cruz Azul made it to the final. Yep. Chivas made it to the final yep. and then to the semis another time. Tigres made it to the final. Yeah. Like these teams were making a name for the MX down there. And uh, apparently people are, I heard pretty similar pundits saying like, this is throwing that out the window. It's not going to happen anymore.
1: I know, but that's, that's where I want to say, um, I feel like we aren't, appreciating what league's cup could be because we're used to copa Libertadores. oh yeah it can be great but i really do feel like um, th- mls is getting better yeah and the investments totally. are going in if mls gets better i feel like the americans is going to get better because of the demand of the people that are here and they're going to have the money yeah. to be able to do so yeah, so I feel like this league or this this competition can get really good, and it could help the league, uh, Selección Mexicana in the long run.
0: From a business standpoint, it makes an amazing amount of sense oh, yeah. because the argument was always that Mexico is where the big money is, south of the U.S. border. Yep, when it comes to South America, that's why the the people say that's why. Uh, a lot of South American players come to Liga MX is because that's where they get their money's worth. They tear it up in South America, and then they come to Mexico to make their big money, and then they go to Europe or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, But to that same point is that Mexico is bringing that money to Libertadores, not Libertadores, really bringing that much benefit to Liga MX. Yeah. And that's where it becomes a very difficult argument to be had because – Fans are like, our best soccer is when we're playing against Boca Juniors, against Peñarol, against all these teams in South America, right? All the Brazilian teams and stuff. Yeah. But then from a business standpoint, you're probably like, but if I go to play MLS, we get all the U.S. American dollars. You get all the fans here. You get a growing, you piggyback off of a growing league like MLS. Yeah and maybe one day they start inviting south american teams to the bigger tournament which is north american tournament yeah but i think one argument that maybe is in the back of the mind of a lot of people uh, in north america is that mexico was always like the golden child that would get invited to those south american tournaments yep. and it was like like haha we're at this tournament and we're so much better <laughs> and we're making it to the final and MLS, nobody invites you anywhere. Yeah. So we're leaps and bounds better than you. And when we play Conca Champions, it's just a freaking run-of-the-mill tournament for us. Yeah. It's, it's
1: like the Carabao it's,
0: Cup. It's pl- it's playtime. <laughs> Let me just swoop you guys 5-0 and then take this cup. And now maybe people are seeing it like, wow. Now we can't go and compete against Atletico Paranaense and all these freaking teams like all these freaking south american teams the best that we got yeah is trying now trying to keep up with seattle sounders yep right but to your point this league is growing 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 from a business aspect i think the smart decision is a partnership like that with them yeah But there has to be an infrastructure at Liga MX to make sure that they keep growing if they want to be seen as the better league to MLS.
1: Yeah. And I think to that same point, um, once I feel like the Mexican teams get all this American dollars, teams like Chivas, who are consistently struggling because they can't find enough Mexican players, they're going to invest into their youth academies just like Pachuca has been doing they've been yeah. producing a ton even Lozano, Hector Moreno, all these players just like Santos and hopefully hopefully that's how we'll be able to keep Mexican players coming through great Mexican players
0: that's the plan all right we you need to spill the tea what did Lewandowski say about Mexico I'm ready to swing yeah. Lewandowski he's a homie yeah, that uh, fools not doing anything in the World Cup. We're chilling.
1: <laughs> He's like, nosotros reconocemos que el partido contra México es clave. Ellos se preparan muy bien. Nosotros debemos hacer lo mismo. Será un rival difícil. Tenemos un grupo muy complicado donde está Argentina como favorito, y también incluye a México, que siempre alegra el torneo. Además de ser un gran reto.
0: Okay, now in English, por please. Translation. Por translation. translation.
1: Uh, we recognize that Mex- the game against Mexico's key. they they prepare really good and we have to do the same. It'll be a difficult rival. We have a very complicated group where Argentina is the favorite, which also includes Mexico that and Mexico always makes the tournaments.
0: Like they exciting. bring the joy, they bring the excitement yeah. right And Damn,
1: Mexico is also a
0: big uh, challenge for us. This is what Beautiful uh, translation Lewan said Beautiful translation I love Thank that Thank you You're like the dudes at the On stage uh, On the ring With the boxers Oh yeah The no, Those guys are Hella cringe When they translate But Yeah I mean That's pretty professional It's not bad Shows his respects To Argentina That they're the favorites Yeah Shows his respects To Mexico That In World Cup M- Mexico Comes swinging
1: Yeah Mexico right? Always turns it up In the World Cup um, at the group stage, let's be clear, but and against big teams like Brazil.
0: Um, and it's good that he's not at least kind of diminishing or downplaying what Mexico can do in a world stage like that.
1: And you know who did that?
0: Uh, Emiliano Martinez? Luca Modric in 2014. Oh, he did say something, right? What did he say? The whole
1: Croatian team was like. We have uh, Manzukic who scored on better goalkeepers than Ochoa. So we should win this game. We're going to win this game.
0: That's, yeah, and then they got Maliwal. They got spanked. But then the argument that I like to make is that then the next World Cup, they took that, they took not just losing to Mexico, but they took the overall experience of not doing well in a World Cup, built upon it, brought new players. Made their current players better, better teams, better program, better fucking funnel to get players to better soccer. Yeah. (laughs) And then they ended up freaking subcampeones, second place. So it's all cute that we smacked them. (laughs) And then Mexico smacked them. And then the freaking next World Cup, they went around and showed us. right.
1: still can't recover from Nora Penal.
0: <laughs> and then Mexico's still living off of Not Up and But yeah, that I mean that's not bad, yeah. Yeah, yeah Lewandowski shown, shown shown some class.
1: They play Mexico their first game. So uh that's really gonna set the tone for that World Cup for either of the squads.
0: Yeah. So that'll transition us into this. So today Bologna played against Netherlands. Netherlands is a freaking powerhouse, looks like it. Yeah, I didn't realize until I started watching the game the right, names right. that they have on the freaking team. Yep,
1: yeah. I didn't even have. them I was talking to my friends yesterday, top three, and then I never crossed my mind that Netherlands would be on there.
0: Top three in the World Cup.
1: Yeah, like my top three picks.
0: All right, let's let's okay. get it together for a an, an, uh, so. future episode. We're doing this. Okay. Was, top teams in the World Cup. Yeah, and, but yeah, you got you kind of got to get them in there. I would think, or at least honorable mention. Yeah. Because, dude, that team was good. I mean, maybe not so good without Memphis Depay. He pulled the hammy pretty bad. It looked pretty bad. Yeah, he came off. I think Van Dyke might have gotten injured. Maybe I'm bullshitting about that, but I had read on Twitter that another player got hurt. But that team is stacked.
1: Yeah, that team looks good for the
0: World Cup. You know who even looked good? Vincent Johnson from monterrey
1: oh he called up them in
0: yeah so he got called up while with monterrey at the end of his tenure there and people were like what the fuck are you calling that guy from mexico for yeah and now he's back in the netherlands got called up gave the assist for the second goal oh shit by bodying a defender holding the ball laying it off for the runner in goal like like Master class of soccer. I was uh, like, Who's this cat?
1: All of a sudden.
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah, like Poland was struggling. Yeah, I saw I, some opportunities from Pol from Poland, but they weren't even Lewandowski trying no, to score.
1: That's the thing. I feel like the Netherlands really I don't know what they did, but Lewandowski was completely erased from the from the game, it seemed like. There was balls just going wide and they'd take some cheapy ass shots, but nothing to Lewandowski. Well, I mean,
0: so. you know the vibe when it's a forward that doesn't get the ball, they like drop right, yeah. and it's usually out of desperation. It usually doesn't help, right? It's uh, they're trying to make something, but they're honestly not being helpful by coming down, and then you can kind of yeah. lose that play. And I feel like I was in the highlights that I was watching it was kind of a lot of that. Maybe him yeah. thinking he needed to be Superman, yeah. Um, and then because I would see them get a play. And then they would get a through ball in, and then a guy would slide in to try to kick it, and it'd be Zielinski or somebody else, and then I'd look at Lewandowski, he'd be, like, running in outside of the 18. Yeah. And I think that's kind of that's kind of what you got to try to do is maybe try to get him out of the game to the point where he has to move out of his lethal space. Yeah. Because if not, fool's going to fucking kill you.
1: Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are concerned because at Barcelona he's doing really well. But you got to keep in mind that's Barcelona. Barcelona's got plenty of people to serve that one And it's not the same when he's at his national squad. True.
0: Oh, I on Twitter a bunch of people were like, like Mexican Twitter was like, yeah, we got a chance.
1: <laughs> yeah, the, the highlight video Let's that I was go. watching. A lot of people in the comments were like, yeah, Mexico's got it. Nomás se tienen las pilas y que no a Gallardo. <laughs> I
0: was like. <laughs> Have you seen those? Images where it's like Dragonite, the Pokemon, with like the Mexican flat, like the Mexican jersey and a flag behind him, and he's like, it's like a Pokemon episode where he has like his his hand on his chest, and then the captions like "Mi México querido," <laughs> no, I, or like they'll put it over the the penguins from Madagascar. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and then they're they're like "Puro pinche selección de México." Yeah. What's
1: his name? Those fucking penguins are funny.
0: They always put them over bebote lately. Yeah, they're like puro pinche Feyenoord.
1: <laughs> and also like on Twitter, on the yeah llegamos putos. Oh my like god, with, with Ralphie
0: Monday. from The <laughs> Simpsons. Yeah, she has me dead too. It's a classic, bro. I love, I love Mexico Twitter. They're so fucking supportive until they're not. Yeah, it's so toxic it is they love you they love you they love you and then you fuck up and they're like
1: nani mergas El pinche tronco vamos a hacer leña
0: for real um the other international game to call out for the local p- folks wales getting smacked yeah by uh by belgium belgium yeah kevin de bruyne is class is a freaking beast mm-hmm. he is a clinical he should, he should freaking do a, a class on just playing soccer, man. Yeah. Jesus
1: Christ. I would always see him just free. Just getting the ball and doing whatever he, he wants. He scored a
0: goal and, score, and did the assist for the other one. Mm-hmm. And he hit one off of the post. And he... Oh, Jesus Christ, man. I thought last World Cup, I was like, this is his. And then obviously it didn't go his way. He, they yeah. made it to what, semis or quarters? But, dude... He's thirty-one, I think. This is his freaking World Cup. Yeah, Jesus! I'm excited for for what he does. You know what? I I, I watched a video breakdown of him. They do, all of his teams do this thing, which is genius. Which I want to have our team do. He he leans over to one side, generally to the right side, mm-hmm. and uh, the right wing will pull, basically like a, like a right forward will pull the right. Their left back to the line to the right, uh-huh. like uh, when the right mid kind or the right back will have the ball, bringing it up, yeah, and then the striker will pull the left back, the left center back, right next okay. to the left back, From. towards the middle, yep, which opens that gap, and the Bruener with their center defensive mid will do a fake like towards the ball. And just makes that run right between that space. Eight out of ten times with City. And he did it exactly that same way with Belgium for his goal. And I was like, dude, this guy's a fucking genius.
1: Yeah. And as a defender, you can't do anything. He's already inside the box. You touch him. It's too late.
0: Well, too late. And then what are you going to do? You get up to him and he's going to juke you. Yeah. It doesn't matter.
1: Yeah. I like the way he covered the ball. Like the defender can't see the ball, so what are you gonna
0: do? Yeah, that guy, he's too lethal. He's not even that fast, uh-uh. but he just, he's well, like, he's like that Sunday league guy where like you try to run around him to beat him to the ball, and he's just like, oop, yeah. oop, oop. like it doesn't and, matter.
1: And I also saw a tactical video on Messi how the first five minutes he doesn't touch the ball, all he does is is scan the whole field like figuring out what he needs to do and scanning out the other team's weaknesses. Mm -hmm. And as they get older, more experienced, not as fast, this is what they're doing. True, true. It's crazy.
0: Some of these guys, man, they just got it. It's in their blood. Any other games you saw today to call out? Um, Croatia beat Denmark.
1: Yeah, they did. Luxembourg tied 3-3 against Turkey.
0: Oh, dude! I did not see that. That's pretty bad
1: for Turkey. Really good. For yeah, Luxembourg.
0: for yeah, yeah, for Turkey, Luxembourg. Usually, I see the, like the really high goals, along with Faroe Islands, who tied against Lithuania. But I mean, those are kind of smaller countries. Yeah. But a lot of bigger games coming tomorrow. And who is
1: that? Andorra, or Moldova.
0: Moldova tied against, or they beat Latvia. And then Andorra beat Liechtenstein, that's kinda of like small countries. Yeah. But tomorrow we got some big stuff. Germany, Hungary is gonna be a game. Italy, England. Apparently, if England loses against Italy, they get moved down like a bracket in oh. Nations League.
1: I'm not sure, but that's gonna be a good game then.
0: Yeah, Italy's gotta give it their all. I mean, they got nothing else going for them. At They're what out time? Of the World Cup? At noon? Uh eleven forty five, yeah. Both of them noon. Uh, Bosnia versus Montenegro, Finland, Romania. Bosnia
1: didn't make it to the World Cup. Tough. Mm-hmm.
0: They were going the past two
1: years, I think.
0: Yeah. Georgia, North Macedonia, Bulgaria, Gibraltar, Estonia, Malta. It's gonna be good. But there's a whole list of friendlies tomorrow. Like yes. we said, the USA. It's at five twenty-six a.m.
1: What the? They I gotta go. They go play in Japan.
0: Yeah. I gotta go in super early to work tomorrow, so I'm I'm probably gonna just wake up in time to watch it. But right. yeah, it's gonna be good. But like Uruguay, Iran, Canada against Qatar. There's gonna be Ecuador, Saudi Arabia. Mexican fans are gonna be watching that. And then La Tarde, Argentina Honduras. Mexican fans are gonna watch that.
1: But, uh there's Honduras. Some,
0: there's some good games coming up tomorrow. I'm excited. Wow, I some said. dude, I'm so excited the The world cup's getting closer and closer. Yeah. Packed games. Hell yeah! I, I we, was. We I was, need
1: to do some. Um, when the world cup comes, you know, we'll invite all of our fans out for like a get together, watch the game. Hell yeah! That'd be
0: clean, so they can get to know us that <laughs> we're actually pretty cool. I was talking to people today. I was saying like, as we're getting closer to the world cup, these things are like riding themselves it's like too much stuff going on yeah for us to talk about oh yeah and then we even like meet our friends at soccer and they're like dude why do you talk about this game or that league and i'm like brother we have an hour (laughs) we're already going over the hour and like we only have so much but it's gonna be so interesting (laughs) maybe during the world cup for a certain game we can even we've been talking about doing like a live stream to kind of get more hype around the pod Oh yeah, we can live stream like the Mexico Saudi Arabia game, like because we'll yeah. probably be pretty busy. The other two, I'm gonna be fucking screaming, um, <laughs> or like the U.S. game against uh, against England. It's gonna be on Black Friday, like it's oh, gonna shit. be fucking sick, and we can have those discussions. England and,
1: like, against USA on Black Friday. Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: they play crazy. Wales first, like the like a couple of days before, that's crazy. but that one's on Black Friday. But yeah, brother, that's international games. I'll face the music though. Yeah, yeah. We can we can talk for a couple <laughs> minutes. I I was telling Sosa I don't have too much to talk about this, but Chivas America happened bro, this I weekend. Bro, I
1: just want to I just want to talk about it because I know.
0: Man, what did I do to you, Sosa? Nothing. If you, bro, didn't want but,
1: you know, <laughs> it's, I'm sure if Chivas would have beat America, you would have been. I would have been fucking screaming
0: <laughs> right now. The podcast, <laughs> the intro, I would have changed the song to. Chivas rah, 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 no. Chivas Guadalajara Guadalajara Yeah but I know I mean Shit I, I mean, just want to talk about Because
1: um, I feel like A lot of people Didn't give Chivas I know America is doing really good And they're stacked And They're just A better team But I feel like With what Chiva has um, They're not doing terrible
0: They're not and,
1: They're not doing that bad And for a second I was watching I watched the whole game And for a second, you can tell that it was, like, really balanced. Yeah. For, like, a cool, like, 20 minutes where Chivas was attacking, then America would get a counter, and then it was just going back, back and forth. But, yeah, I feel like they just uh, Chivas really needs to, you know, tweak a few things, find some good players, like a good forward, maybe a good center back. But it just, just the way Chivas is structured, it just, again, it just sucks. Yeah. Because...
0: And so the big thing is, uh, the thing, I think I've mentioned it a couple times, US plays to not get scored on. Yeah. They were the least scored on team before these three goals, before the four goals that Tira scored on them. They were a good amount below as the lowest scored on team. They're also one of the lowest at scoring themselves because they don't have that creativity forward. You mentioned it in the past. They need Alexis Vega to make some magic, and then they... It honestly takes almost a miracle for Angel Saliva to make a fucking goal. Right? He's not the guy that's going to make it for you. That like you're just like, oh, he'll get one or two this game type of vibe. No. Like, like Macias was, like JJ. And that's the tough thing, right? And you can't go up against America. Who's the most, the team with the most the goals? The most goals, the hottest team right now. They had one ninth straight. They tied one, so they won 9 out of 10. They haven't lost in, like, forever. Like, you can't just... Since
1: León, like, Jornada 3.
0: Your true colors are going to come out. And luckily, a lot of the teams, their best shape comes out against it because they have to, right? And Chivas, honestly, I think that kind of was the best that they had in certain moments. Yeah. But you have to give more... Uh, but some uh, it right now, it looks like Chivas honestly doesn't have that much more to give.
1: It's almost screaming like, you know who to fit as a good forward that you probably need? Or Chicharito.
0: Oh, I mean, dude, we uh, Chivas fans have been screaming for that fool for the Bro, past like you year and a half. A- Since he got to Galaxy, we're like, why not just come back to Chivas? And it's the ongoing thing. We'll probably have a episode about this. All these ex-Chivas players that don't just come home. They just go somewhere know. else. I just it's. I think it's the kinda only weird. I think the only one is Salcido.
1: Was Salcido anywhere before Chivas?
0: Not other team wise. No, no. But he, but he went to. Veracruz. Europe.
1: Oh well, yeah. When he came back from Europe, I'm, I'm saying though. I don't. I. I mean, he might have been in Veracruz, but I don't remember. I think he was at Chivas and then went to Veracruz, if I'm not mistaken. Oh,
0: as a very old person, yeah, yeah, yeah. he retired. I th- I don't think he retired at at, at, Chivas. at Chivas. Yeah, but like those are those don't even really count, right? It's yeah, like going to Querétaro. But
1: you do need I feel like you need a chicharito or you and you need a good center back. And yeah. they well, should have gotten Néstor Araújo if I'm being honest. Yeah, a- except América got him.
0: But I mean Néstor Araújo, if you're going by like that pact, the caballeros that supposedly they have, like where you have to go back. You've heard of the pact, Pacto pacto caballeros. It used dark. to be a legit rule in Mexico, and now oh. it's just kind of like a lay of the land, but an unwritten rule where if you got put out by an academy, you should respect it and come back to that academy, that team that put you on, which is why people are like, it's disrespectful that Carlos Vela doesn't want to come back to Chivas, it's disrespectful that Chicharito doesn't want to come back to Chivas, it's disrespectful uh, that Massa went to America. America. That all these things, like, the players are okay with going to America at the end of their careers, right? Or, like, towards the end of their careers. But, Néstor Araujo, I think, came from Santos. Yeah. And then, uh, but people were saying he really got his break at Cruz Azul. And then he went to Europe. And uh, people were saying that he should be coming back to Cruz Azul. He went from Cruz Azul to Europe.
1: Really? Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, but and chivas really needs to to do something something different and
0: yeah and i mean that's where like there are some losses that suck and then there's some losses that suck but you can learn from it and these two losses against tigres and america are right before their playoffs and to be honest if you don't kind of turn it around and do something about it now it's kind of your own damn fault yeah. Um. So, like, if they do go into the here, I think right now they're they might be in seventh still. Uh, there, they should make it, but if they don't, yeah, they're still seventh. If what,
1: what are your thoughts on Chivas' manager?
0: I think he's fine. He's not gonna. I don't think he's gonna be the salvation. Uh huh. Um. I think I would love if they got Duca Ferretti. They yeah. won a championship under Tuca Ferretti. They lost another one under, under Tuca Ferretti. He has that fucking garra. Yeah. And a lot of people are like, yeah, you need a Mexican. Tuca is basically fucking Mexican. Oh, yeah. That fool is Mexican. He was the Mexican national team coach. Talk to that fool. he call you way pendejo, you torre puta madre, all these all things. All that good stuff. He is Brasileño, but he is Mexicano. Yeah. And he's already been the Chivas coach. And he's right there. Get him in there. Cadena yeah. seems like an... inst. They, I, I've heard it being called an institutional coach. Meaning you are from Chivas. You are Chivas. You're yeah, with but, Chivas. Maybe you can help with the academy. Maybe you can do these things. But the fucking head coaching job. Yeah. Maybe let's bring somebody Yeah. a little more proven
1: it seems he seems like the type of guy the type of coach who has a really good team harmony but doesn't have the tactics yeah like a really good like mentor like a really good person to person like player to coach but he he's been caught out so many times yeah. the subs that he do, does the formation that he yeah, does yeah
0: sometimes it's just like super you just look at him and you're just like what are you thinking yeah the way but, he, i mean that's why he was an interim coach yeah Right there's a reason why you were the interim coach, and sometimes it ends up showing. Yeah, it's
1: tough. I really do. I know I'm a America fan, but I really do want to see Chivas go back to their former glory, because it makes it's really good for la Selección Mexicana, but it, yeah. it also makes really good rivalries. Yeah, makes them really yeah fun.
0: It makes good for the rivalry. I think overall Mexican soccer is in a better shape when Chivas is doing better. Yeah. The league in Mexico is in a better shape when, when Chivas does better. Yeah,
1: when Chivas, Pumas do, do I think, better.
0: I think even economically, the league does better because I don't think Chivas is filling stadiums like they used to at other stadiums. Yeah. They used to be like Chivas is coming to town,
1: pack the stadium. Even at the right? America Stadium, they used to sometimes yeah. it'd be 50 50. This you last who, classical. You know,
0: who's an inter- interesting candidate that I think may coach Chivas one day? Uh, Gonzalo Pineda
1: Oh that'd be be good
0: He's at Atlanta United He's not doing too hot He does have a stack squad Which I would think he would do better But He is Chivas product Chivas uh, Actually he's a Pumas product Oh yeah yeah, yeah. But Came over to Chivas One of those like second breath guys
1: He was uh, under Hugo Sanchez
0: Yeah uh, Pumas Did amazing at Chivas though Yeah He was yeah, a part yeah. of those Col- Libertadores runs with el bofo, did great On the national team With Mexico At the World Cups I think he would do great If he can show That he does great At Atlanta Yeah Cause apparently Doing well at L- Atlanta Is good enough To get you into The Selección de Mexico Yay.
1: Shout boop, out boop,
0: boop. Shout out Tata Martino
1: <laughs> Damn I really hope yeah. Um our viewer, Our listeners caught that one
0: Yeah zing, A little zinger We're getting it up in here man We're getting We're getting more creative With the zingers But yeah man That's all that I had I faced yeah. the music Chivas
1: Well we didn't talk about The choggle Or the chog save
0: Oh brother Yeah let's take a couple minutes On that That shit went in
1: No it did not bro I've
0: been kidding. at So our posts On social media have been I hope y'all are catching it it's been like a little a little shitty photoshop on the first one it's like some cute little nice little vibe to it and then some non context stuff right uh-huh there's plenty of context behind it and i'm going to throw up the damn picture <laughs> and maybe somebody will comment and tell us is it in or is it not and i don't know we'll see that'll be i'm going to throw it in the title too I'm be like, did it go in i don't think it went in In some of the most like the exact perfect moment of the picture, it looks like it did. But I believe it was two zero at the time as well. Two pictures that have been going around. I mean there's they're they're just still frames. They're not like like it's a video and then people can like literally try to get as perfect as you can on it. But what about uh, there's also two angles, yeah.
1: Right, I'm talking about the one on the goal, on the goal line. That's there's, the one I care about.
0: So there's one on the goal line, which I feel like you can't really tell because the angle is a little funky. And then there's what one you from mean the it's
1: on the goal line.
0: No, 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 no. But there's one. So there's two. And right, then there's right. one that like is like closer to the top, and you can see kind of where the arm is, and that's the one where people are saying you can see his arm going back. You can see his hand is behind it. And then, if you draw a perfect line from the post, which the post kind of like ideally should line up with the line, and then you can see the line underneath it, people are saying in a millisecond of the time it goes past. And Uh I'm and I'm not gonna post the one that like looks funky, the one that's like at a weird angle. I'm gonna post the one that everyone says is in is the one Uh that I'm gonna post.
1: That shit did not go in.
0: And a lot of people are just like.
1: Ocha's been making these saves. That just another routine save for him.
0: I don't know <laughs> if he hasn't, man. But that's where like, a lot of people have been saying, refs, get out of the fucking way of the game. Check the damn goal. If it's a goal, give it to them. Bring some excitement to El Clasico. But who knows? I will admit. That goal goes in. It's 2-1 still. yeah. Which they scored five minutes later. Does another goal happen? Who fucking knows?
1: it would have just changed the course of the game.
0: That's what I'm saying That second goal in the theory of time travel does not happen right that's that's a whole other episode yeah <laughs> uh yeah in that in it it doesn't happen right because it affects that goal would have affected what happened. who knows maybe they would have scored four more or they just don't score any yeah or they do tie it. Who knows? We will never know. Maybe the playoffs will let us know about that. Yeah. Well, hopefully they, they make it there. I think I I mean yeah I think they could still get out, but I mean as long as they don't royally fuck up, don't uh don't quote me on this one if if they do. But yeah, says <sighs> mean That's all that I got, brother. Same, brother. You got allergies? It was good. Yeah. Are you allergic I mean, to dogs? Maybe it's our dog.
1: No, no. I'm not allergic
0: to dogs. <laughs> oh, yeah. You have a dog. Yeah. We had a small dog. though, short hair. But, yeah, man. That's Folks, it. Folks, that's no. all that we got. Our usual. Like us. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Give us a review. We just crossed over 300 total plays. Jeez. So, we're moving I tell people, my, my people in my work have been telling me, shout out to the people in my work, what can we, they're always like, what can we do to kind of hype you guys up or like to like kind of grow it? So I'm like, listen, dude, guys. right now, listen in. It's a passion project.
1: Yeah. We do this for fun. We We're like doing this, this
0: for fun. That also gives us leverage when people start hating on us one day. <laughs> Just be like, dog, you're thinking too much into it. It's not that But deep. yeah, we'll get, it's not that deep but we will We're get here for the memes. Yeah, we'll get some some good ideas to hopefully get folks involved, get some new ideas on the pod. Yeah. Uh, send us some feedback, give us some five stars and yeah, show us some love. We'll see you guys next time. Thank you folks. Peace.
1: See ya.